Hey folks, this is Jared. Let's get right down to it. We got a lot of basketball to talk about. Starting off with Gardner-Webb, headed down to the Big South Tournament, both a women's and men's team this week in Conway, South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach. Annual Big South Tournament hosted by Coastal Carolina. Both men's and women's team finished 7th. Men's last week, last two games of the season. Battle on Charleston Southern at home on Thursday. Trying to avenge a loss from earlier in the season down at Charleston Southern. They did. Senior night. Tyler Strange started the game 5 for 5 from behind the arc. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Led the running Bulldogs in scoring with 23 points. Jerome Hill and Tyrell Nelson both had good games. Jarvis Davis goes out senior night with a quality game. Then they go Saturday. They travel to Radford. Try to sweep Radford on the season. Radford's been playing really well of late towards the top of the conference. Couldn't quite get it done at Radford. Trailed about 10 second half. Most of the second half played a behind a double-digit lead from Radford. Um, couldn't quite get that. And there was a lot to play for. A win would have set up a game against Withrop as the 5 seed playing the 4 seed. Now they're the 7 seed. The men are playing Campbell as the 7 seed. Campbell's the 10 seed. Not a great matchup for Gardner-Webb. Split with Campbell in the regular season. Lost at Campbell, Bowie's, Bowie's Creek. And then that Friday night game, if people recall, here against Campbell, Gardner-Webb trailed by like 9, minute 30 left, and somehow stormed back and won that game. It was an incredible comeback for the running Bulldogs. It's going to be a tough matchup. They don't do not match up well with Campbell, but we'll see how that goes. And then not a very good matchup either if they... Get past Campbell, they'll face the number two seed in the conference at High Point, which blew them out in both regular season meetings. That game would be at 6 on Friday. The game against Campbell will be on Wednesday at noon or 2 o'clock, I believe, one of the two. I think it's at 2 o'clock. They can win those first two games, though, folks. They can win the Big South Tournament go dancing. First got to get past Campbell, and then we're about High Point. Women will battle Longwood tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, noon, noon, 12 o'clock. 7th seed, just like the men. If they win, they'll play Thursday at 6 against Radford. All right, let's talk Duke basketball. And I told you last week I'd said, here's why Duke can win the national championship. Why they can cut down the nets in Indianapolis. Here's why. Well, they made a scare midweek at Virginia Tech. Come from behind win there uh, over the Hokies. But you got to give it to Buzz Williams and his crew as they battle at home against the best. I mean, look what they did to Virginia earlier in the year. Blue Devils kept rolling Saturday as they destroyed Syracuse to Cameron Indoor. I firmly believe Oak Four is the second best player in the country. I know I had him. I knew he'd be an All-American. Didn't quite know if he'd be right there with Kaminsky, but he is. I think Kaminsky's the better player, but Julio Oak Four is right behind him. Um, Justice Winslow. When I saw him play against Clemson, I mean, the guy is an animal, and he's getting better every game. Started there for Duke. Remember, they only have eight scholarship players. They only have an eight-man rotation. But Coach K utilizes them really well. Quinn Cook is a leader. He is a veteran. He can score well. And he hit that jump shot. And he's a decent defender. What separates Duke from other teams around the country that I really like is they have a point guard in Tyus Jones that can make a play when he has to. He can be the best passer in the country. He can dish it out. But outside of maybe Delangelo Russell at Ohio State, Tyus Jones, best point guard in the country. He can take over the game offensively anytime, much like he did against North Carolina 
And that separates. When you have a point guard that can do it all, that just makes your offense run so much more smoothly. I think Okafor needs to work on his free throws. But if this team works inside out, doesn't get behind early, and Coach K keeps grinding that zone defense, love the zone defense they've gone to for most of the year after getting embarrassed by Miami earlier in the year, they get a good draw on Selection Sunday. They, they'll be my pick. If not Kentucky, it's going to be Duke. It's going to be my pick to win the national championship. I believe they need to win Saturday North Carolina and at least reach the ACC final, if not win it, to get a one seed. Lenardi, everyone has Virginia and Duke both as one seeds and going to the tournament. I don't think they're both going to get it unless they do the necessarily uh, things and both meet, meet each other in the ACC final and win out here in the regular season. Really like that three-quarter press that Coach K has Duke pick up, has his players pick up after a made basket. It's incredible, and it just really sets their tone. It sets up their half-court defense. It's awesome. So Keep an eye on Duke. Keep an eye on the Blue Devils. Once again, great matchup. They'll be at Chapel Hill on Saturday. Tar Heels are going to be ready to battle. Roy Williams is going to have his crew ready to go. All right, quick transition here. Let's play my version of... Who's in and who's out? Lenardi, as of now, has Cincinnati, Purdue, Colorado State, and BYU as his last four in. His first four out, Davidson, UCLA, Illinois, and Pittsburgh. I slightly disagree on this matter a little bit. Purdue's loss last night, Ohio State, did not do much. Not going to shift much, but makes Wednesday's game at Michigan State a must-win if Purdue does not want to be sweating on Selection Sunday. Honestly, I think Purdue's got the best opportunities move themselves into the tournament. Michigan State and Illinois, both bubble teams or better, Michigan State's probably going to be in the field. Illinois is a bubble team. Plus, in the Big Ten tournament, they're going to at least play one opponent, if not two, that's tournament value, tournament uh, credible. You know, So, out of the other teams, Purdue's probably got the best shot. Will they do it? I don't know if they will. I think Purdue could get left out right now. I'm going to leave them in as one of my last four ends. Illinois will get Nebraska home midweek. Then they will battle at Purdue and West Lafayette on Saturday. Illinois two and three in their last five. I produce four and one. You look at BYU; they're coming off a big win over Gonzaga and Spokane. But outside that, who have they beat? Really haven't beat anybody. They do have a, a quality loss to Purdue, head to head. So that would settle that between Purdue and BYU. I think if it came out of those two, you got to go with Purdue because they beat them head to head. I mean, it may be a long time ago, but it's still a head to head matchup, and you can't not look at that. BYU also is winners of their last sixth in the regular season. If they reach the West Coast Finals, they most likely get in. Obviously, if they reach it all, beat Gonzaga in the championship, uh, they're going to they're gonna be in if they win a conference title in the tournament. I like Kansas State, though, a team that Lenardi doesn't even mention. Better than maybe any of these bubble teams. They may only be 15-15, and 15, which you might think, 15-15, and 15, that's not a bubble team. Well, they are. They've played 30 games, 17 of which have become came against top 50 opponents. Only other Big 12 teams can compare to that. Maybe one or maybe Virginia. Virginia's played some tough competition outside of their conference, plus their ACC uh, competition. Won seven of those games. So yeah, there's seven and 10, but seven wins above top 50 programs. No one can say that. Including recent wins, you got to take consider, consideration recent. The committee really looks at that going in, whether it becomes what seed are they going to get? Are they in or are they out? The most recent games, including their conference tournament. Wins over Kansas and Iowa State this past week. So Kansas State going in to the Big 12 tournament is huge. They can finish 
conference play at nine and nine, which is pretty spectacular in a conference that talented, that deep, with a win at Texas this week, and really knocked Texas off the bubble permanently. Let's look at Pitt briefly. They're one win away from lucky number twenty. A lot of a lot of people say you get twenty wins, you're most likely going to get in. Great opportunities against Miami and Florida State this week to wrap up their ACC regular season. They have a wins over UNC and Notre Dame. Looking nice, but both at home, they really haven't proved they can beat anybody on the road. To me, here's my last four in. I already mentioned Purdue. It'd be Cincinnati because they've reached 20 wins already, and they have four quality wins. They've beat SMU twice, including on the road. Beat San Diego State, which is definitely a tournament team, and NC State, another bubble team that's probably on the inside currently. Then I'd have Purdue, like I mentioned. They've done what they've done in conference play. You cannot ignore. They're 11 and five. Got an opportunity to finish as well as 13 and five. Most likely 12 and six. Could get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Finish in the top four. You can't leave a team out to finish 12 and six conference play like the Big Ten if they finish in top four, which they can accomplish with a win Wednesday. Following the Boilermakers, I like Davidson out of the A10, who has really come along nicely and essentially will win the A10 title, the Atlantic 10 on Thursday if they can win at home against VCU, which I really hope to land some tickets to. It's going to be a mad, crazy environment there in Davidson when VCU and Shaka Smart comes to town. Last team I go with is Pittsburgh. Rugged being an ACC, and they've really righted the ship and should get to 20 or 21 wins at least. Colorado State, BYU, and UCLA simply just don't have enough quality wins. Some good losses, but let's be honest, that does nothing. Look for Illinois to be in with a win at Purdue Saturday as long as they take care of Nebraska on senior night midweek. One other team that will be sweating on Selection Sunday is Boise State. I'm 100% in on them. Don't know specifically where Lenardi has them in. I think he has them in the field. They look really poised team coming off a great win at San Diego State. They're well coached. And one thing I think the Selection Committee should really look at is how teams, especially down the stretch here in their last few conference teams, finish close games. Purdue last night had an opportunity to beat a team, a quality team, on the road in Ohio State, and they didn't do it. They let Ohio State get the better of them down the stretch. Now, earlier in the year, in the Big Ten season, Purdue's done better, though. Against Iowa, they finished Iowa out of home. At Penn State, Kendall Stevens was a miraculous play for that come-behind win in the final seconds. And then against IU in Bloomington was incredible. They got a stop. Yogi Ferrell missed a three. Purdue came back and took care of business. But what Boise State did at the end of the game against San Diego State was incredible. They're really poised, well-coached. I just think Boise State looks like a team that could win some games in the conference tur- or in the NCAA tournament. And that's really what it's about. You want to pick the at-large teams that you have to choose from that can win games, make it more exciting. And I think Boise State's one of those teams. They are in, I believe. BYU is for sure my 69th team. They are 22 wins. Really, though, what's their quality win besides Gonzaga? But it is towards the end of the season. They're surging. Let's see what they do in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Kansas State's my 70th team. They're looking in. They're looking outside. They're on the outside looking in. Remember, a lot can happen, though, if a bubble team or a team not supposed to win their conference tournament punches their ticket into the big dance. Very unlikely, but you got to like that to happen in the Missouri Valley Conference. you got two teams already punched their tickets in Northern Iowa and Wichita State. They played a great game on Saturday where Wichita State got revenge, got the win, and got the number one seed for the conference tournament coming up this week. But you got to like Evansville, who's already beaten Northern Iowa, 
an Indiana State who's played well in conference ter- conference play. What if one of them knocks one off, gets to the championship, wins the championship, they're in. That knocks the bubble team off because they're not going to be in if they don't win the conference tournament. Northern Iowa, Wichita State already punched their tickets. Probably not going to see me again. Probably not going to hear from me again. Maybe late week. Look for me Friday. I'll be on spring break next week. But I definitely will be back the day after the bracket is released. Here's all the teams I think that are in. In and out. It's going to be fun down the stretch here. Conference tournaments coming up. Big Ten tournament's going to be especially fun. you got Wisconsin at the top. The other teams mingling down. ACC tournament. Can Virginia and Duke get to each other in the championship? Big 12 tournament. The number 10 seed could beat the one seed if they played. It's going to be chaos. I really like Kansas. Coming off, I mean, that loss to Kansas State. Battled Texas on Saturday. Got the win. I just like Bill Self. We'll see what happens with Cliff Alexander. They set him out. Looks like there's going to be some NCAA issues. That could hinder them in the tournament. I'm never right high on Kansas to win the national championship. When it comes to Big 12 play, you got to love Kansas. Keep an eye on Oklahoma, though. They are really playing well, and West Virginia can beat anybody in the conference tournament. When you look to the Pac-12, Utah swept by Arizona. Good game there on Saturday night. I don't I don't like Utah to get back to the championship. I like Oregon or Stanford to play their way into the tournament. They're two bubble teams as well, probably right now on the inside. Could get pushed to the outside depending on what happens. Look for one of them to get to Arizona, maybe even knock off Arizona. You know, Arizona's vulnerable in some spots, but they are a very solid team. Look for Arizona to win the Pac-12 championship. Big East, Villanova is the team to beat. Most underrated team in the country, I believe. Butler gets their big guy back. Look for Coach Chris Holtman to really amplify that, get them pumped up, get them higher seed, pushing towards the NCAA tournament. Maybe, just maybe, they could, if they get the two seed, get the Villanova in the Big East Championship and knock them off there at the Garden. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. SEC, some teams are going to get in besides Kentucky, but Kentucky's running the table. They're not going to lose in the SEC tournament. It's just not going to happen. Their last and final chance to lose this week. They go to Georgia. Not going to happen. Georgia might battle them first 25, 30 minutes of the game, but Kentucky will pull away late. And then Kentucky gets Florida later in the week at home. Florida just can't score enough. Kentucky's defense is just too good, and their offense will score when it has to. Kentucky's going to run the table. Like I said, we'll come back. After Selection Sunday, we will talk about, we'll dissect the bracket, we'll pick, I will pick my Sweet 16 teams, my Lady, we'll look at my bracket, Final Four teams. I will also say who I do believe won the National Player of the Year. I think it's going to be Frank Kaminsky. Still like Wisconsin to get to the Final Four. As of right now, I got Wisconsin, Villanova, and Kentucky all still in the Final Four. I remember I picked them three and VCU. VCU's injuries just... Plagued them too much this year. They've fallen off in A-10 play. Those three, I like Duke and Arizona as two wild cards potentially to get to the Final Four, get to Indianapolis in April. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. you got to love college basketball. We'll see you soon.